Americans to, to buy um, to buy any any kangaroo stuff because <laughs> the, they don't release in the USA. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, it's good to meet you, Max, in uh, yeah. in video. It's nice talking to you finally uh, after <laughs> yeah. after always what's happening. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm still wondering if my if my lighting is okay because I honestly don't have a lot of lighting, sadly. But <laughs> I'm not. I'm not built for like you know these kinds of video podcast stuff. So yeah, same same over here. It's it's my YouTube debut. So yeah. so so I'm uh, I'm I'm pretty nervous. And sadly, my, my apartment turns out in the end. Yeah, my apartment doesn't have much lighting too. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, they can see all the New Balance boxes already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So jealous. Trying to get some good angles here. Robert, how you doing? What's up, dude? Oh, man, look at that setup. I love yours. <laughs> There's car parts up there, too. <laughs> That's what matters most. You're right? Exactly. <laughs> I think Rico's on or getting on. Or uh, so I'm here. I mean, hit that my, video button, dude. I mean, my video is there. We kind go. Of wild right now. <laughs> so oh, yeah. yeah. That looks just sideways. Last videos. Oh shit! It is so. Hang on. <clears throat> now it's not sideways. There you go. We sort of got it. I don't know. I'm doing like I'm doing like a camp out thing where like I complain <laughs> about drivers on the podcast and oh yeah, the the new in the middle episode, of nowhere. The most recent episode with uh, we had Mike on uh, the camp out. You guys know him. He's like driving like half the episode. <laughs> it just went live. It just went live like a half hour ago. I think. <laughs> oh really? I'm excited. Yeah. yeah, he like he was like doing something, and then he like got in his car and he went to the store and was like trying to buy something like during the pod. So I guess I guess me driving around, I'm not gonna feel as bad. No, doing that, man. <clears throat> That's uh, well, uh, why am I not surprised he would do something like that? But yeah, <laughs> very him. Every so, day, like, every day is something to complain about. He needs to just open a driving school. That's what he needs to do. <laughs> For real um does everybody know everybody i feel like uh i mean uh, well I, I don't think i've ever talked with uh, robert before hi robert hi likewise i was gonna ask what's your ig maybe i know you from your ig name yeah i mean i'm, I'm a i'm a small ig person though but uh no it's it's a random uh, mine is uh dude three five three six three seven i don't really post a lot but when i post i i don't know mostly i think it's mostly new balance it, it, it's been like my screen slash username for like the past 10 to 15 years because it was so random so nobody else would ever have it so oh, <laughs> I got you <laughs> so yeah I think this is the most time zones we've ever had on I think every I think only Justin and I are in the same time zone everybody else yeah. is in a completely different time zone so yeah um, this is the first for us I wanted to get you all together today to talk about the the brands that aren't like at the top of the mainstream i think you all have like some sort of experience with you know collecting and buying some you know sneakers that are not necessarily like you know 
top of mind for, for most people that are thinking about sneakers. We can or cannot in, include, you know, New Balance in that right now. Yeah. Um, but I know like Robert, you've branched out and started doing like kangaroos. Um, Max, you always like pop up in my feed with some like new silhouette or some new brand. Um, I think yeah. you do like a lot of Sneep stuff that I like, you know, I'm always like, man, that's so awesome. It looks so great on foot. And uh, like last week with the new Diodora or the, the relaunched Diodora. Um, yeah. And then Justin, I think you've, you've purchased Mizunos and everything. So um, I tried. <laughs> yeah. So I really wanted to get you guys on to like talk about like, the smaller brands and like what you know what attracts you to them what you know what what are the things that really um stand out about these brands that really you know people should take notice of and so i guess we can start let's start with the farthest <laughs> the farthest time zone with robert and go and come I'm the furthest? <laughs> yeah you're, so. you're west coast oh come on max gotta be the furthest well, he's, 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 what are you, 13 hours ahead, Max? Um, from, yeah, from it's, it's uh, 7 p.m. right now. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> why you gotta, why you gotta throw me to the wolves? Okay. Well, we'll talk about, talk about why you, talk about why you started to, to get into kangaroos. Um, I think that was like, cause for me, I always knew you as like a big New Balance person. And then I know, you know, even Max kind of said it earlier that like you had jumped to kangaroos recently and yeah. I know like we have had that conversation, but like, I don't think everybody else knows like why that happened and what, why it was kangaroos. Well, just like, obviously over time, um, you know, seeing releases on IG feeds and whatnot, Ruse have always kind of like had my interest, but my OCD <laughs> uh, wouldn't allow me to have like kangaroo boxes amongst all these new balance boxes right <laughs> um another side note to that is i'm actually part german um and my grandma immigrated here from germany so i still i have like a little a tie to kangaroos just from that simple fact like oh made in germany shoes i'm german grandparents from germany yada 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 um quality of the shoe i'll just grab one real quick um, this is the new John's room. Everyone should know about this one. Great shoe. But uh, quality, leather, stitching, everything. Um, it's, it's, it's German craftsmanship. It's what I know from my grandparents. My, my grandpa was a machinist. I know how meticulous he was, um, how precise he was with like machine work. Um, my other family is like the same way, same kind of feel, like engineering type stuff. So I think it's just attention to detail and craftsmanship and finished product is kind of just like in the in the blood, I guess, of a German, so to speak, uh, or at least in my experience. Um, so when it came time for me to explore other brands, Rue was number one. And then uh, I kind of jumped like knee deep. Um, freaking like 15 pairs in now Jeez. and and that was like <laughs> within a year 
yeah. I think that same year I probably bought like three pairs of New Balances, and then the rest were ruse. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. And I haven't bought any kangaroos. Like they've always been super high quality. Like, and and I I noticed like the meticulous details, like you had said, you know, and that has always been something that I like on shoes. I like things that like no other brand is doing. And I like to see, you know, when there's quality stitching, quality materials, but they're very pricey, aren't they? Like the, like. They are very pricey. However, if you let them ride out for a little bit, you don't have to jump on every single release. Like a new balance or a Jordan you don't got to be on your freaking computer like ready to pull the trigger it seems like these these pairs sit and if they sell out like on the like let's say uh uh the Sin City 2 that dropped um it sold out quick on their website but then other retailers get them too and then they sit so you have opportunities to get these shoes and in some cases they even hit sales so uh which one is it the triple zero, the triple zero, I think was selling for like under a hundred euros recently. Jeez. Yeah. So it's a waiting game too. It just depends how bad you want them or how fast you want to get them. Yeah. Yeah. Is, Max, do you have any ruse? Yeah, I, I have some pairs. Um, I have the, uh, a few pair, the, the, the mighty forest. Um, I had the the jelly pair as well, but uh, it was just too red for me, so sold it afterwards. Um, but uh, not too many pairs, honestly. Um, I I always I always like to have like different brands in my collection. I have like seven or eight different brands in my collection. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's always basically for me not about the brand, but the the shoe itself. It, it has to appeal to me. Um, and must have some some kind of special uh, special I don't know um, it has to be special for me so so the brand doesn't matter too much to me uh, I've never understood people who who only collected like one brand and and uh, stuck just to the brand because there's so much good stuff on the market that is pretty <clears throat> overlooked so so for me it's it's always about the shoe itself and and uh, the special colorway the materials the idea behind it the craftsmanship so um yeah kangaroos are always pricey but uh, in my opinion they are worth the money because it's it's so well put together with uh, with great work the, the workers are paid properly it, it's not like a, a night shoe that comes from china for for minimum wages yeah so i i kind of like that justin do you have any uh Surprisingly, I believe I have one. Uh, I still have it uh, somewhere. But uh, years ago, I actually won the raffle with a few to get the jelly pair with the special box, that whole huge box and everything that came with. That was pretty cool. But uh, no, it's an awesome. I really like holding it in hand, to be totally honest. (laughs) (laughs) Just just feeling, uh, you know, just feeling the material that they use to construct a shoe. It's it's definitely like on a high level. And I, to be honest, I'm a bit afraid to put it on right now just because I'm not so sure about the sizing of the shoe. Like I'm still a little bit 
apprehensive if it's going to be too tight or too loose, but I'm enjoying everything else that I got with it as well. I mean, the, uh, to be totally honest, the main reason why I participated in that raffle is because I saw the box and I saw all the extras and I, and I, you know, I read the story about why a few did that and it just, that hooked me all the, the whole way, so. <laughs> so like, Robert, I know like you made the switch. How do you, how do how do ruse compare? Like, I haven't had one in hand. I, I'll have to be honest. Like, how do they compare? You know, I know there's always like the made in USA, made in UK, New Balance debate. Like, they're super high quality. The materials are insane. How does ruse stack up, like, in your opinion? I think as far as quality goes, um, there's no dig on New Balance whatsoever. Um, it just comes... The quality surpasses New Balance UK and USA, in my opinion, only because their production numbers are so small, I think. Yeah. Um, so they have more time to focus on quality control before a shoe gets sent out. And they're making like, what, five, 500 pairs a clip, if that? Some, yeah, sometimes if that. I think the highest I've seen was just this, uh, the new release, the uh, Sin City, I think that was like in the sevens. I think it was like 700 something pairs. Ah, yeah, that was by far the, the highest production number for the made in Germany pairs. The 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 normal amount was was always about three hundred pairs, more or less. Yeah, and yeah. and uh, they stacked it up a bit on the last collapse, but it, it's always super small quantities with super high quality and uh, nearly never a flawed pair. Right, and almost every pair has a, its own custom box, extra laces, little extras here and there. Even if it's not a collab, even if it's just like a room, just like a roo shoe, just a freaking general release. So every shoe is special, like in its own way, which is cool. And like that, so that the production numbers of like 300 kind of is a good segue into talking about Sanra. Um, Sanra is obviously Hikmet's new like brainchild, I guess you could say. Uh, and they do sort of the similar similar thing where it's like very high quality, um, also very pricey, but they're a little bit harder to get. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think a little bit is like an exaggeration, but they're, um, I, I, again, another pair, another brand that I have yet to have in hand. Um, but I know Max, like you, have a few of them or no no i tried from the first pair on and <laughs> was not in one case in in no case i was lucky online i've never got a pair i always wanted because i i uh, it gets produced in the same factory as the kangaroos made in germany pairs by the right. way oh, wow. um, that's why the the quality is so good um and I always love the colorways. You, you just see that Hikmet is a mastermind in that. Um, but I was never lucky on any of the releases so far. And um, I was really against to, to paint and resell on, on any pair nowadays. So um, it, it just wasn't my time so far. But I, I really want a pair, honestly. Yeah, I know how you feel, Max. I, <laughs> I went through the same exact uh, uh, situation myself. I, I also started from the beginning with his, uh, I believe, his uh, Bay pair, 
that all pink pair and uh, yeah that was the pair i always wanted yeah. i mean uh, uh you know and i think i spent like the, the, the two years trying to get a pair from him and i just never had any luck and it and after a while i, I just honestly i just with the amount of time i tried to get a pair and the frustration that it always led me to i decided to sort of stop and so I can calm down from all that, but it was definitely a very, uh, it, it, it's, it, what he does is really great, but I just, I just can't deal with all the headache that comes with trying to get a pair. And like Max said, I honestly am not willing to spend resale on, on those pairs. If I could get it for retail, yeah, it's a no contest, but not for resale. Yeah. Now I've never went for Asana or like looked at them, but are the prices similar to Ruse? Um, so. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Okay. A little higher, um, especially like on a special, like the special pair, like the Porsche pair. Um, <laughs> that was a banger, dude. I had, <laughs> yeah. I had the opportunity. I had the opportunity to get a pair and um, at retail, but it was like three. It was either three forty or three sixty, which is. I mean, that's really high for me. Like, I I don't know. Anything about 300 is, like, that means, like, a month or two of no shoes. So, like, it's really a thought process, you know, of, like, hey, am I going to do this or am I going to not, you know? And so um, that was a great pair. Like, I think, I think the, I think, you know, for, for any pair, anything over $300, like, Ruse, I think that has been sort of, one of the things that has sort of kept me away. Um, but like you said, Robert, it's, you know, they sit, that might be something that, you know, has has some implications for me looking into a pair in the future. Um, especially sure. knowing that they're made in the same factory as Sonor. That's, that's an interesting fact that I did not know. Um, moving from Sonra since None of us seem to be able to grab any in hand. Rico, yes. Yes. what's up? Do you have a Sonra? I don't, you know, and I tried uh, like everybody. I tried for the Bay, and I really, really wanted that all orange one. Didn't happen. I was like, you know what? It's not going to happen. Um, I know Josh has a pair. I, he says, That's true. from what I've heard, they're not very comfortable. It is stunning, like all the packaging and all the extra stuff it comes with. I believe it does come with extra insoles and laces. I can't confirm that. Obviously, I don't have a pair. Um, but I wouldn't – I mean, I would get it. Like, if, if I would have been able to get it for retail, I obviously would have done that. I love what Ruse does with their packaging. The, the Mighty Forest is the one that sticks out to me. Like, I really should have tried harder to get that shoe and that, that, uh, that capsule was so special. And if I remember correctly – they had um, they had a thing where if you got like one of the special boxes, they'd like plant a tree for you or something like that. Like, do I have that right? Yeah. 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 And so like, yeah. shit like that is really cool. But you know, like a Nike comes in, and I'm like, oh great, this Nike's nice. But there's like, there's no extra laces. There's no, you know, none of that special stuff. So like the price point to me, like it doesn't matter to me. Like if a ruse is 300 plus, I mean that's one and a half New Balance GRs that I don't have to pick up because I have this special ruse uh, pair in my collection. You know what I mean? That makes sense. I um, 
Yeah, I think I think the the upper echelon of like the outside the mainstream is really good, and you know their 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 quality is just amazing, um, and the pictures. And I think like with Hikmet, I think like Max said, the colorways is just he has just this way of like picking the perfect colors um, on every single pair, and it's like amazing to me and I know people will complain and say that it's like uh, basically a re-release of all the New Balance Soul Box colors but <laughs> I think I never got a chance to buy any of the Soul Box New Balances so like hey if I could get it on a Sonra I totally would. Um, I wasn't going to complain but I wasn't going to mention that. <laughs> I mean, Those colorways deserve to be brought back and re-released on a different shoe. They're yeah. great. I mean, those those are very limited too. The 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 old the old New Balance fifteen hundreds from Soulbox. I I mean, and the resale on those is just ridiculous. Anyway, so um, trying to think of other brands that are outside of the mainstream, and one that comes to mind that I recently picked up, or about two months ago, I picked up my first pair, and I've been like following them for like months. Is is Sneak Proof um out of out of Spain and so the one thing that I will say is like and this is what sticks out to me is they have insane shipping like I bought a pair on Monday and it was like Christmas week and, and I got them on Tuesday meanwhile I bought a pair from somewhere I somewhere in the U.S. I think it, it probably was a New Balance pair I bought it on Friday and I didn't get it till after the Christmas holiday. Yeah. So like, it's just insane to me that like I was able to get something from them um, within two days. But they are their their quality is pretty good. Um, but they are pricey too. Like once once shipping and everything is is calculated in, they're they're pretty they're up there. They're not as bad as like Sonra or Ruse or anything, but they're they're, it's comparable to a New Balance made in the USA. And like, um, I think Max, you're, you have a good relationship with them. Like you have a lot of their pairs or a decent yeah. amount, right? Yeah, um, I, I really got a, got some some pairs, yeah. I, I really like the brand um, because it's not on nobody's radar at the moment. No. Um, they are so small. And for me, uh, the price point is is uh, from my point of view because I'm in, in Europe I don't have yeah. any any crazy shipping costs or customs fees or anything um, from yeah I like that pair <laughs> oh I love that pair. Um, that pair Max that pair I, oh my goodness with the I, cactus I the on the back <laughs> um, that's the pair with the cactus on the back right yeah exactly yeah yeah oh. um, I, I personally think it's, it's super crazy. These shoes are handcrafted in Spain from, from not, not somewhere in China or Vietnam or, or something. And uh, they cost like 140 bucks. Um, if you compare it to, to a New Balance pair that is at least at when it's made in UK, like 160, 170 uh, euros here or, or uh, 997 made in USA costs us here like 210 or 220. Um, the prices are super low, in my opinion, for 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 handmade pairs, and the the quality is, is pretty good. Um, it's it's not it's not kangaroo sonra good, 
but it's it's still a pretty good quality and it's it's good good quality materials it's well crafted i have never seen any pair with any glue stains or something it's it's no. it's it's just perfectly made out and for me it's 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 a really great brand to watch and to to get into something new because it's it's so overlooked i i don't see a lot of people wearing these um they're super small they have like a, a physical store in in spain somewhere and and do the rest over their e-commerce i think um and for me it's it's a super interesting brand with this nice colorway ideas and and good materials different materials and yeah they're they're doing a good thing and uh, i see them improving from from every drop they do the, the shape improves and and the colorways the colors how they match together the the materials that you so so it's pretty interesting to see what yeah. what they they will come up with in the future yeah well those have vibram in uh mentals yeah yeah yep. pretty comfortable yeah they're yeah, pretty they're comfortable. comfortable yeah i really love steep's silhouettes like they're all they're kind of that really good balance of of you know like a sleek runner and like a dad shoe the yeah. pair i only have i only have one pair that's the um the obscure mahi mahi the first pair yeah oh. and the colors on that are are so vibrant and the silhouette i think is really great it's this there's a strange thing that they do with with the tongue where it's kind of like over like kind of like flaps on a horse like to keep it going straight but it's so unique and so different and the the pair is also like really really light and comfortable like i can wear a sneak all day i haven't like again like dumb sneaker brain i'm like trying to go for nights every week and i try to buy topes this morning but i should be owning more sneak you know it's like you said the the price point is not at a sonar or a ruse so the quality isn't as good really really good and the models i think are really unique the vibrant midsole is comfortable um and yeah it's definitely it's definitely on the come up i really want to see the brand grow and get more uh i guess more production like so they can do more numbers so more people start recognizing them i think i think it, it'd be really really special for them to take off in 2021 or 2022 for sure yeah, and one of the things that I really like about Sneep as sort of a brand, which um, I know we haven't really talked about, but like they're very interactive. Like you can send them a message and they will totally respond like right away or within an hour. And and that to me is always like a big deal. Like I always, I, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because like I hate Nike and their whole like conglomerate. <laughs> you can't talk to someone mentality like that, like, that, that like totally throws me. And so like, I like the idea of me posting a picture of their shoe and they comment or me sending them a message saying, hey, I don't know what the size conversion is on this. So they send something like right back um, or like asking them about sales or, hey, when's this shoe gonna release? And they'll get back to you. Um, or they'll be like, hey, you should really take, like they've randomly messaged me and said, hey, you should take a look at this upcoming shoe. Like we think you would like, and I'll be like, I kind of do, <laughs> but like, that's kind of like, that's kind of like the, the, the thing I feel like is missing. And we talked, I think, you know, Rico was a part of that conversation where we talked about community and sneaker culture. 
um, this past week, but like they are sort of invested in it because they're very supportive of people, you know, you know, wearing their brands and, you know, doing things, you know, to sort of, you know, push them. Um, I think they post like a max picture every single day. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone <laughs> posts a max picture every single day. <laughs> Max like, those are the great. only pictures I see. Max takes great photos. Great yeah, photos. True. And I have to say that. Let's just all acknowledge that like Max is like amazing. Like your <laughs> photos are just <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys. I really appreciate it. I'm happy you like my stuff. There are like there are so many shoes that I would not buy that I would like be on the fence about. And then I see a Max picture and I'm like, hmm. Right, maybe. <laughs> like, what was that pair I helped you out with, Max? It was uh, um, the uh, Chinatown New York MX One pair that that only released at SNS in US. Right. So, like, when I got those for Max, and they came in, and I like looked at them, I was like, "Hmm, I'm kind of on the fence <laughs> yeah. about." It. And then Max takes photos with them, and I'm like, "Wow, they look great." <laughs> That that sounds like I'm like I'm tricking, um, <laughs> but 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 I, I was sure you you would never like an MX one <laughs> for for the for the quality point uh, if if you're into rules and you balance, um, but yeah I I love MX one as a silhouette. So I had so, Air Maxes yeah. back in the day. I had uh, the Huff uh, Air Max ninety, the original the brown one, not the Quake. Oh, yeah, that is a gem. Those are gems. I had that, and then. Uh, the St. Paddy's Day ones, they were like green and gold. Yeah. Early uh, 2000s, they had like gold foil. Yeah, on. They, they were cracking like hell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so Justin, you've been pretty quiet, but like I know you and I have talked about Sneak Crew and how you need to get a pair um, because I think you're one of those people that's like, hey, I'm going to do this because I, I really like the product, but also because... It's not a Nike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I have to admit that uh, because of certain things, I'm not the biggest Nike fan. But uh, yeah, no, I've been looking at Sneep Crew for a while now. Um, and, you know, I've been seeing people posting photos and they really do look great. Um, I guess it, I'm still just having a hard decision deciding which one to buy as my first pair from them. Because, uh, I mean, I looked through their store and they do have a, a pretty good selection. Like a lot of their shoes, I'm pretty impressed with the colorways that they are coming up with. And, um, but again, I, I, I've definitely been meaning to buy a pair of theirs and, and give it a try and see, see what it's like. But because, you know, everybody is saying that it, they're comfortable. And, uh, you know, me, I'm always hunting for comfortable shoes. So. <laughs> And like Robert said, they 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 kind of they kind of sit like like how you were talking about ruse where something really good comes out. Like they're not, hey, I gotta be on the website right at the time that they release. Like you can always get something from them a day later, or you know jump on when you get a chance. And it's usually there, which I like. Um, obviously, I wish they were more popular, but at the same time, I'm I'm okay with with not having to like compete with everyone. Um, but they're, I mean, I think they're, they're a really cool brand that I think, um, we will see a lot more from in the future. Cause I mean, I think they've done, 
they've done a, a bunch of new stuff in the past couple of months as it is. Um, jumping from Sneak Crew, I wanted to talk about Mizuno. Um, I don't own any Mizunos and I'm always like, eh, like I'll see something and like the colorway is okay. But Mizuno, like Justin, you have a few pair. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, Max, I know you have some as well. Yeah, right. one pair I have. Yeah. Oh, one pair, really? <laughs> yeah, only this one. The, oh, the yeah. collaboration because the colorway reminded me of the the Saturday special uh, Diodora, oh. um, the, the first collaboration between Hen and Diodora. Yeah. So I knew uh, I I needed to get this one, and this was uh, this was my pair, uh, first pair of Mizuno. Yeah. Justin, how many do you have? Oh man, uh, <laughs> I probably have now like six, seven pairs from them. Um, yeah, I, I guess you could say that I've really, really liked the uh, the work they've been doing with a lot of the the European sneaker shops. Um, they've been, I think, they've been able to come out with some real bangers. Um, I'd have to say my favorite is the one that they did um, with 24 Claudies, the, the King Cobra pair. Um, yeah, I'm a little bit unprepared. I don't have them right now in hand, but, uh, but the, the, I really love the styling of that pair. Um, and it looks, the, the tongue looks amazing. And I mean, in addition, it's just really comfortable. Like I've worn them so many times and had no issues with them even ever killing my feet at all. So that's another reason why I love the, the Mizuno pairs. Um, but yeah, just what they've been doing the past couple of years has been really interesting. Yeah, and they and they are like interesting because they sort of like the opposite of Sneed Crew where they have a ton of collaborations with like well-known shops, right? So like, you know, they got 24 Kalates, they have like Canon, they've done stuff with a few, they've done stuff with I thought they did something with like Heist Nabai. Am I, am I like? Uh, yeah, I, oh man. Um, I don't think so. They did something with someone. So oh, no, actually, now, no, they did it with Hikmet. Uh, the, man, I wish I remember the name of it, but it was like the, the red, gray, black pair. Ah, yeah. It was one of the, one of their first, uh, collaborations when they yeah. started to do collaborations with uh, European sneaker shops. I think this was back in like 2000, I want to say 19, 18 or 19. Oh yeah, with the with like the zigzaggy heel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I can't remember the name, was it Phoenix? Was yes, it was the Wave called? Rider, the Wave Rider Phoenix. Okay, yeah, well, good, I'm glad. <laughs> But yeah, no, the Wave Rider was is definitely, I'd say, one of their more popular models. I think a lot of people really, a lot of people who are into Mizuno when it comes to the lifestyle side, yeah. really like the Wave Riders. Yeah, and that was that was with High Snobody. They did it with High oh. Snobody. Oh, okay. I yeah, bet. like um, I think, I mean, I I like Mizuno. I feel like they're like one of those brands that like they do all kinds of cool, colorful stuff that always looks really good. Um, I question whether 
I need to dive into that pool. Like, I'm like, this is just like another, it's just going to be like another offshoot like that. Gonna be unstoppable. Well, I, I feel like the the biggest issue for you though david sadly is that i think because they're a japanese sneaker company they don't really make a lot of the larger sneaker sizes yeah um i i think when, when we've talked in the past that was your uh biggest hurdle with them so yeah there's been a few that i have been willing to pull the trigger on and Having a bigger foot is like the worst thing ever with some of these like smaller brands. <laughs> like, um, which brings me to Hummel. Hummel, they released like this, oh, this great shoe over the summer. Um, and I'm trying to remember who it was with. Oh, it- be- before we jump into Hummel, can I jump in on Mizuno? I, Mizuno, cause man, like it's been around forever and I know that they've done like sports wear stuff like yeah like cleats and things like that yeah exactly uh specifically for baseball so i don't know if anyone knows like if a few years ago something changed within leadership within the head all right well we're gonna start putting out runners and like doing all these collabs because it really when because the first pair i really took notice of i don't own a pair i really should but i don't is um is that grayscale pair the one that was just a gray upper and i think it was a black midsole and i thought that pair was awesome it came with like these uh this really weird shade of blue laces and i so i wish i would have done the research beforehand like before jumping into this episode but i'm really curious now to go back and look at kind of where the change was when they started doing more runners and like I guess streetwear type sneakers with you know with all these brands. I I was just curious on that. Well, yeah. uh, oh sorry, sorry David. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say that um, the thing is, I mean, Mizuno technically has been doing runners probably longer than baseball cleats. Um, it's just that uh, they just haven't uh, really been popular in that scene outside of Japan. Um, but I think just like two, three years ago, they decided they wanted to build out their lifestyle uh, scene a lot more. And then that's why they decided to create this, they call it the Kazoku project. And that was the idea is they were gonna make these connections with all these uh, small sneaker shops in, in uh, throughout Europe uh, and uh, try to show people that, um, that they can also be able to uh, come up with pairs that can excite people's imagination um and so i think that's why maybe it seems like it's all of a sudden kind of new but it's actually i think it's just them trying to uh trying to re-engage with people who maybe they think that they want that they want them to know more about me know i think so Justin, thank you thank you so much man i i wasn't aware of any of that stuff i mean i the Angel Share is one of the best pairs of, was it last year or 2019? It was that last year. That pair is year. unbelievable, man. I, last year, yeah. I'm, if, if we would have been able to do top 10 on the sneak test, that definitely would have been on my list. That pair is awesome. I wish I would have gotten one. Yeah, definitely. That was, de- that was in my top 10 from last year was that pair. It was definitely, I, I Hannon definitely like, killed that pair in my opinion. 
I mean, Hannon, everything they, they, they touch, I think I always, I'm always like, wow. Like, mm-hmm. no, I totally agree that they're, they're, I have to say they're my favorite EU shop out of all the shops. That's that they're definitely my number one. Not a U anymore. Brexit. Well, <laughs> that is true. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let, let me reiterate. Uh, they're, uh, they're my favorite sneaker shop in the uh, Europe sphere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for me, uh, Hannon and View both never fail when it comes to collaborations. It's yeah. always the story, the packaging, the marketing. It's always perfectly made out. Yeah, yeah. I definitely agree. Um, I would say that, like, the one thing that's interesting too is like when you think about a brand like Mizuno um, or just most most of the runner brands that like I think all of us follow, they all have these runner silhouettes that have been around for years. And so the problem is people aren't running in them, right? So like with Mizuno, I think they had to make this realization that, hey, um, runners are popular, but they're not popular for running. They're popular for lifestyle. So how do we make that transition? And so, um, Hannon, uh, Mita, 24 Kalates, Hikmet, Heist Nabiety, like all these, all these brands, that's, that's how you bring, you know, your, your 20 year old running silhouette to the mainstream or to the lifestyle, you know, space is by like, you know, basically just pairing up with some of these brands. Um, Hannon, ooh. So, Hannon and Diodora, like, hmm. I mean, is there, there is probably, um, for every shop, there is like the perfect brand. And for me, I would say for Hannon, I think Diodora is like, like whenever they drop a Diodora, it's, it's unmatched. Like I can't, like I was, the last pair I, I entered one raffle for and I didn't win. And I probably could have entered more, but like I didn't. And I feel like such an idiot because that pair is absolutely beautiful. Um, and I feel like the only time I look at Diodora, especially now, is when Hannon does stuff with them. Um, how do you guys feel about like Diodora? I don't know. Diodora for me recently, at least, has definitely fallen a bit. I, I definitely don't look at Diodora as much as I used to. Um, I guess it's because uh, maybe I'm in the same boat as you is where for me, Deodora came to my eyes because of the collaborations that they did before. And I never really got into their GRs so much. And I feel like they haven't really been doing as much as they were uh, a few years ago. And so it hasn't really, I haven't actually been watching them that much at all. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's 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 definitely interesting to see when all of a sudden one of the the big uh, Diodora collaborators decides to drop a crazy pair, and then all of a sudden the Diodora hype goes crazy again, like with what Packer did last year. <laughs> so that was also a crazy one too. Yeah. Yeah, I always look at I always look at Hannon and Packer as the two, like I guess Diodora kings. I mean, they've made two of the best ever in limited editions, but that's a whole other conversation because no one can get any of those um except for dave apparently but uh aside from that you know diodora man like they do 
it, it's like you have the GRs gone. Like, there are certain Diodora GRs that I used to see on someone like Max, on someone like uh, Zapatero uh, 45 or something. I can't remember his username. But they look outstanding. And Diodora is another one whose pairs just sit, like, they just sit their GRs. And I don't really focus shifted, but I thought the um, only built for Cuban links too, that came out uh, last late last year. I thought that was a really solid pair. Obviously the transit threes are amazing, even though like it took a while for it to grow on me and I still need them at a size 10. So anyone help me on <laughs> PayPal ready all the time. Cause like I have the other two. So like, I just, yeah. my life feels incomplete without that third. I hope, and they also had um, that that one collab that was uh, like the Vino. I don't know who that was a collab with. Um, uh, it was but it 24 Kilates. Yeah, 24K. Yes, 24 Kilates. Thank you. Um, so I, I hope they get back to it. I hope, you know, maybe not Hannah, maybe not Packer, but I hope other shops like 24K, like a few, like really pick up the slack and try to bring – Diodora, I guess, back into, you know, that, into that must-need collab for, like, runner enthusiasts like us, you know? Yeah. Do you think we'll see another Kith and Diodora collab? <laughs> I, oh, I muted myself. I, I hope so. I, I mean, that Intrepid, one, that, um, from Sol to Rio, that's probably a top three Diodora to me. Um, so I, I hope so. I mean, Ronnie's kind of shifted into wanting to do, like, it seems like more higher end stuff. I don't know if that's just because like the Paris store is like so gaudy, like seeing all the videos of that store, it's just ridiculous that that's what it looks like. You know what I mean? Like, it's so outrageous, like from a streetwear standpoint that like, fam, that's what your store looks like. Come on. But you know, hopefully they go back in with Diodora or, you know, pick up some of the slack. A Kith Mizuno would, would just kill. I'm sure Ronnie would be able to do anything with that, um, with that silhouette, with that angel share silhouette. So, um, so yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Well, I, I know that uh, when uh, Mizuno started the Kazoku project, I think the same year, uh, Ronnie slipped into his IG, him wearing uh, the OG colorway of the Wave Rider. <laughs> so I am, I, I know Ronnie knows about Mizuno. It just depends on if Mizuno can convince him to do something. <laughs> From what I know about Ronnie, there are a lot of projects that I think he would do, but I think in terms of the financial aspect and what it does for his brand and for his prospects in the future. I think, I think, I think that outweighs doing something because the fans would want it um, or because uh, he thinks it would be necessarily an interesting product. A lot of times, I'm not saying that like he won't step out here and there, but like, it seems like that, of course, like with the Paris store, like, you know, he wants to occupy that higher end space. And so what are people going to line up at the Paris store for a Mizuno? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know how that would go. Like, you know, like, I don't know if that audience is, uh, 
is is attuned to like you know to to making that money like i don't know if he can justify the money that he dumped into probably that store um to sell like a you know a runner brand that you know makes a thousand pairs of something and at, at 140 dollars a clip like i think i think he's looking a little bit higher than that but that's just my personal opinion ronnie prove me wrong i dare you um so we'll stay so i wanted to talk to and this is like my personal favorite favorite this is like my number i don't know if they're number one or number two they're my number one because um if they release something like i'm gonna buy it, i'm gonna support because i know them but also like i think that they do a lot of great stuff and i have personally seen like a huge change over the past couple of years um and that's Saucony. so um eventually i'm gonna do a Saucony episode because i really like them but like i think I think for me, like they have done some great silhouettes in the past. I feel like they have this weird history where they've done like a bunch of cool stuff with a lot of brands that or a lot of boutiques. And then somehow that hasn't happened recently. Like they, you know, they did stuff with Foot Patrol back in the day and a lot of 24 Kaladi stuff. And um they have Ronnie recently. Um, so like it's very interesting to me that they're not they're not they're not as as highly thought of as as someone like New Balance. And so I always love to pick people's brains about like why they don't why they haven't looked at Sakani and what their you know what their hesitations are and um because I always feel like everyone's like, oh yeah, that's cool, but I'm not gonna buy it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so anybody jump in, tell me what's up. Saucony for me, I mean, I, this might be a bold take and I want to be wrong about this take. I just, I really feel like Saucony, their best days might be behind them as far as, you know, people being collaborative with them. I mean, I personally wasn't crazy about the Lapstone and Hammer pair. Or um, or that grid two thousand that Ronnie did, like I do, and and so like maybe they just need to. Maybe for me, it might just be a few silhouettes here and there, like SD grids. Like what happened to SD grids? Why is nobody doing anything with that pair? That you know the Kushwacker is one of the best Saucony collaborations ever. So I don't know what it is with with collaborators so whatever the last but kind of take it back take it back to those silhouettes that that have given us so many classics in the past with you know brands like n um extra butter i um i feel from my experience it seems like um you know and i think someone talked about this recently about like stores trying to preserve their their tier one accounts and you know with nike and adidas so like there's that there's that sort of oh well i can't i can't i can't worry about doing like this smaller brand because it's not going to help me move my nike stuff right and you know i think justin this has probably been one of your one of your big pet peeves is that brands or boutiques aren't willing to 
do anything outside of Nike because they're afraid of losing their Nike account. And if you lose your Nike account, you're pretty much dead in the water. I think for a lot, a lot of brands. Um, yeah, I mean, it's sad that some some stores they they pretty much live off of Nike. I mean, it's it's literally their bread and butter. And if they lose that account, I mean, that's pretty much the end of their uh, their business. It's pretty sad, but it's true. Max, do you have any thoughts on Stockany? I always um, I'm looking for a, a Max picture of a Stockany. I feel like that would change, <laughs> feel like um, change the game. <laughs> I, I don't see that for, for me. Um, I don't know why. I, I, I cannot tell you precisely why, but Saucony has just never, never got some, get some attention of me. Um, for me, sneakers is something that's, that's making a big part of me and uh, it's some sort of emotional stuff. And when I look at it, uh, it the shoe has to do something with me. So it, it's, I, I need I need to to want this pair if, when I see it and the the Saucony silhouettes uh, have just never appealed to me like like a Diadora N9000 or an Essex Jella 3 or the MX1 um, or the uh, New Balance uh, 1500s um, they they've just uh, never never got me like that and uh, a friend of mine has some pairs and all of these pairs have always heavy quality issues um always glue stains all over the pair stitching not properly made and uh <clears> when <throat> i when i invest some money um in in a smaller brand it, it has to be good if if i buy an mx1 and and the stitching is trash i know that it's 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 not what it used to be but if i if i buy a smaller brand um i i expect some some more quality of it and uh, I kind of missed that uh, on the Sakani uh, pairs. So, so it it was it was never never something I, I needed to get. And how is in, in in Europe as a whole? Like, do you feel like they have any sort of following there? Um, when a few disappear, it sells out. <laughs> I mean, yeah. but. but uh, Personally, I, I don't know many people who are wearing any Saucony stuff. It's it's always it's always about when from the collector's point of view, it's always about New Balance, Essex, Nike, um, Diadora, stuff like that. But it's it's never Saucony. But I I can talk for for whole Europe, of course. But yeah. uh, from 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 my small circle, I I know like one or two persons wearing some Saucony's, but but not collecting them at all. Would you would you wear a pair if they sent you a pair? <laughs> <laughs> I only wear stuff I like. Um, of course, they are cool pairs. I see the the few pair in the background of yours, um, the the Goethe pair. Uh, I really love it. The colorway is just insane. Yeah. And uh, if if I were more in into Saucony, I, I would have gone crazy for that pair probably because the colorway is just perfectly made out and the details are crazy good. Yeah. But it's it's still something that it's the the whole design of of the shoe silhouette that's that's just not appealing to me i i cannot put a finger on it but it's it's something isn't right i i cannot really tell you what it is but Saucony is just just nothing in my main focus even though i i look at a lot of brands yeah yeah at, at least in my opinion i mean you, you might not like what i say david but at least in my opinion 
Sakani feels like that they don't really want to try as hard as they were years past. I don't know. I just get the feeling that, I mean, once in a while, they'll release an interesting colorway that they attach some story to. But I feel like overall, I feel like they could put more effort in trying to uh, work with, uh, so, uh, with brands to come up with uh, interesting colorways. But I feel like recently, they haven't really been doing that. They've been more internal and um, trying to come up with things on their own. And it just seems that it hasn't been working out the way that some of us would like to see it work out. Um, I, I have to say probably my last pair that I bought that was Hockney was from Sneakers 76. Uh, I believe it was their fifth year anniversary when they were releasing uh, for that one year pairs from different brands and their last pair was a Saucony. Um I forgot the name of it, but it was like blue, white and red pair. It was really yeah, cool. the red toe box. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and that that was I, I would say that's my my last pair of Saucony. I really loved what they did with that one, but yeah, it's just since then though, sadly Saucony hasn't really um, jumped out at me. Was that the Jazz? Was it? Was it like? No, a, it was the it was the um, the five thousand. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wow, that was a while ago. Exactly. <laughs> 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 All right. Well. Um, Obviously, I I I really like Saucony. Um, I think they've done some cool stuff. I like what they are doing this year with the the Jazz anniversary. Um, the Jazz Court is like really cool shoe. Um, I think I think yes, I would like to see more collaborations. I feel like a few of the European shops could do some really cool things. Like Hannon could do something really cool um bring back and i think you know i love a few but they do something every year and every year it sells out and it's cool but like at the same time i'm always like all right like i i kind of want to see somebody new but someone like on their tier um so you know i i'm i'm always hopeful that we'll see something new from them in terms of like um, just just boutique collaborations like bring back West NYC see what you know see what they could do um, they I'd love to see them do something with feature again the the those casino chip pairs that they did were really really cool they do something every year with with feature as well though um, <laughs> they did they did that what is it the these the like glow in the dark, the one with the glow in the dark heel, the yellow. Was that like, last was, like, the year? area? The area fifty one ones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I remember those, but uh, yeah, it's just I feel like compared to what Feature did with Sakini in the past, uh, I don't know. I, I just it doesn't it, it doesn't um, I guess stick out to me as much. Yeah. Um. Do you guys feel like? I mean, we think back, like I think back about like three or four years ago and it felt like all of these small brands had like a really big shot at grabbing your attention. Do you feel like there is, like it's harder to get any sort of recognition or appeal from, from anyone because, you know, there's so much, there's so much competition at the top between, you know, Nike, um, Adidas, 
Jordan brands, um, New Balance now. Um, do you feel like there's that it's harder for you to break through? Mm, I yeah, I I would think so because nowadays the the key the key group uh, the brands want to sell to is heavily influenced by social media by by all these hypes created by resale values by StockX and um, they don't look at these smaller brands um, because uh, they don't they don't get the possibility to to create this hype. Um, on the other hand, to me, like Diadora did years ago, um, they they put themselves on the map for lifestyle shoes with these store collaborations. But in the end, uh, we as sneaker friends always mistake collaborations for as as something really valuable for the brand it's mm -hmm. it's just to put the name out but in the end the money is made with the general releases than the normal people buy and not all the collectors so i guess it's it's a good point to put yourself on the map and in the stores again but um to 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 stay competitive you you cannot just put out store collaboration after store collaboration because that gets boring sometimes as well and it, it just doesn't flood in the money the brands need to survive so for me it's it's like yeah it's it's gotten harder but it's i i get the impression it's it's not the strategy of all these smaller brands to 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 compete with the big ones they they sort of uh, find their niche and uh, try to live in that one yeah robert i don't want to take the easy way out but Max hit the nail on the head with all that. <laughs> yeah, especially like if, if smaller brands like Ruse, they, I mean, they have their support system. They, they're, they have their following, their community, and everything seems to be selling well for them. Um, it doesn't matter what collab they put out or what general release they put out. They, it seems to have a really good response. So why change it? I, so I got I to gotta ask this question. Do we think New Balance is still in that in that small brand sphere, or have they have not at all catapulted? Like, but where are? But okay, let's be realistic though. Like, where are? Damn, they? we like, can't get a GR nine nine one. Like, we we can't get it. It sells out too fast. No, preach. we're not there anymore. I I I, I understand, but like like Max said, like okay. Like you can't survive off of all of this, all, off of collaborations alone, right? And so, yes, New Balance is very popular right now, but are they, I don't know if that's translating to moving beyond, beyond the collaborations, right? I feel like, yes, the collabs move and a lot of the made in the USA stuff's moves and a lot of the made in the UK stuff's move. But like, I mean, we, Rico, we had this discussion. Rico, we had this discussion. Like the the Todd Snyder, the last Todd Snyder nine nine seven set, right? You could still get it. You could still go get the gray nine nine seven from Todd Snyder. It's still sitting on his website. So like, really? Not every size. Like they have like a ten and a ten and a half, but like and a six. <laughs> really? I have no idea. I don't know. I'm just talking shit. <laughs> to be fair, the one was super uninspired. It, it looked like a basic general release pair. It was nothing interesting for a collector, in my opinion. The the last Todd Snyder pairs. 
yeah. I guess it was technically, yeah, well, I didn't really think of it really as a collaboration. It was more of, hey, let's bring back this old logo idea. And that was pretty much it, in my opinion. So, yeah, I did like them. Oh, yeah. No, I did, definitely I liked them, I but it, it wasn't was a, It wasn't a collaboration, though, in my opinion. Well, I, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I like, I obviously, I like New Balance. I love New Balance. Um, I, I think it's cool that they're attracting new attention. I'm, I'm just, I'm curious how that, how long that attention lasts. Like, I think, um, every episode we kind of talk about, like, okay, is, is it like a fleeting moment or is it gonna last? Is this their boost moment? Um, you know, and like. Are we gonna see? Are we gonna see people go? Okay, I'm sick of the 327. You know, back to Nike. Let's let's all go running back now. Like, no, because as as soon as the 327 stops being in production and something new comes out, then that new something is gonna be the next hype, just like the 992. Everyone's on the 992 train, and then now we got this 991 coming in. So now 991 is gonna be the hype. Is this gonna be an ongoing train? They have so think, much. They have so much traction right now. You think so, though? Because uh, the nine nine one anniversary was three hundred dollars. Yes, but but the year <laughs> of the ox, the year of the ox nine nine one is three hundred dollars too. Like it's the same oh, price. Was it? Yeah, the, uh, I think part of the reason is the exchange rate. The the, round, the, the money yeah. has changed. And those are sitting, and those nine nine ones are sitting on 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 oneness right now, and. I mean, yesterday I was able to grab, get a 10 and a half for someone that was looking for the 991 anniversary. So I don't, I mean, I think like the Pata pair was really hard to grab. Like it was impossible to get, like no one was getting that pair. Pata anything is kind of hard to get. Yeah. That's what I wanted to say. Yeah. It's Pata. <laughs> yeah. That's true. But um, as soon as like a USA boutique puts their name on a 991, it's a wrap. We'll see. Yeah, that's what I think. I think the 991 has to kind of pick up where the 992 left off last year for the for that traction to continue. And I don't know if it has. That's my question. Is like I feel like I feel like the 992 wave, like short of Joe Fresh Goods doing a 991, please don't do a 991. <laughs> yeah, we don't well, need him to well, do that. Again. Uh June, June Sanders, he's doing a 992. So they're gonna get more traction with a 992 still. Yeah. Well, I mean, to, for me though, that's fine because I'm sort of off the 992 train right now. Um, I'm I'm happy for other people to go after 992s and hoping that that'll allow other pairs for me to go after that I really want to go after. So <laughs> people can't even get GR 992s; they sell out too fast. That's true. Yeah. Navy and the gray colorway is like impossible. Oh what? yeah, gray is always impossible. Yeah, definitely. Those things always sell yeah. out whenever they restock. <clears throat> and Concept still has a 992 in the works, if I correct. remember correctly. Yeah, I forgot. Oh, they, they yeah. still, they're still going to come out with a pair? Yeah. Nice. Well, I heard nice. it's close to an NB1 that my buddy did, and if it is, it's going to be a must-have. <laughs> I heard it got canceled, though. I heard it just got postponed. Mm, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, and there's an there's another one in the works too, but it's not a 99x, but it's still yeah interesting. Interesting. So, uh, I mean, I heard that New Balance is going to have an interesting year this year. So I mean, I'm just overall I'm looking forward to what New Balance ends up 
putting out. But at least in my opinion, for now, I've, I, I personally feel like there hasn't been the hype like transition yet that I've seen this year for New Balance. But I, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if that's just coming down the road and either uh, next month or the month after, there's going to be something that'll start it all up again. But uh, at least right now, I'm not seeing it. Yeah. Max, I noticed that with you um, and your and your pickups from New Balance, you tend to stick with the, a lot of them made in the UK. Is that purposeful yeah. or is it... Um, um, I just love the 1500 silhouette. Honestly, it's it's just the, the perfect sneaker silhouette. Um, I, I just love everything about it, the, the whole shape, the comfort, the, the look. It's it's just crazy good. I love it. I, I bought the 991s yesterday. Um, I was lucky at uh, 11 and a half p.m. to finally get a pair in my size uh, after after sleeping on the first stores in the morning. Um, <laughs> It was sold out like everywhere. Everybody was going crazy. Um, so I was happy to pick that up because uh, it's it's a gray New Balance. It looks just nice. Yeah. I, I love it. And the quality looks looks perfect. But it I like the 9 and 7, for example. I, I like them a lot as well. But I have a, I have a little sizing issue with them. Um, the US 9.5 is, is too small. The US 10 is slightly too big. It's... It's just that comfortable for me to to wear it. And number one uh, for me is always the shoe must be super comfortable. Otherwise, I don't need to wear some sneakers um, if they shouldn't be comfortable. So they always have to be comfortable. And um, that's why I I really prefer the the 1500s over the 997s, for example. Um, 992 just don't appeal to me. Um, I don't know why. Even the... Uh, 990. I, I just don't wear these. Uh, it, it it just doesn't fit to, to my type of wearing. Uh, it, it just looks strange on my feet. I don't like it at all. Um, so the 991 is it's perfect for me again. I, I like these. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's so. Um, to get back to the question, nah, it's it's not purposeful in 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 that way. It's just like that. I heavily prefer the 1500 over nearly every other sneaker silhouette. For me, the 1500 New Balance, the MX-1 from Nike and the Jelite 3s from Essex are just the three perfect sneaker silhouettes for me. That rainbow eucalyptus shoot you did? Oh my god. That that was the best. (laughs) That was the best New Balance collaboration last year. Having seen seen like a rainbow eucalyptus like in person in Hawaii, they freaking nailed that nailed it they did nailed they really it did. yes they yeah, really I, did. I don't know i guess i'm just biased though since i got the that that seagull collab that end did before the rainbow eucalyptus collab oh, i'm missing that one and honestly i like those colors more but that's just me right everyone has their own you know yeah. their own flavor yeah so jumping i know max you kind of mentioned asics and uh, I don't think we could have this discussion without talking about them a little bit. Um, I'm always I'm always on the fence with Asics because I love them personally. I think I think they had like one of the most amazing runs um, of popularity mm-hmm. in terms of like collaborations yeah. back in 2015. And I think 
every brand has been trying to, every brand that's not Nike or Adidas has been trying to recreate something like that ever since, I feel like, um, which just you know, you couldn't, you could get a Gel Light 3 that year um, because they were, they were everywhere, but at the same time, they were just so hard to get, right? Like, oh, it yeah. was like, it was like you had to know, right? And, and then I don't know what happened. Um, somewhere along the line, they're, I don't know, they still make great stuff, but they had issues with shape. And the Gel Light 3, it got really, I don't know, it got kind of boxy. Um, I had the last Soul Box collaboration from them, and it was just, the shape was just awful. And so, like, I sold those, like, right away. And then I remember last year I kind of said, I think I'm done with the Gel Light 3, <laughs> which was a mistake, which was, like, a bold statement and a mistake. Um, and ironically you know they had a decent year with the jelly three but i feel like they've done other cool stuff but it just doesn't hit it doesn't hit like the jelly three it doesn't hit like the jelly five wave that we went through i don't know i guess we we are kind of mistaking it because we are uh, like we always do we we are looking from our sneaker collector's point of view um the jelly three is is it's just one of the most important silhouettes for for Essex in in terms of of lifestyle sneakers um and 2015 was was the the prime year for them of, because the the shape was perfect the ideas were great the the pairs coming out were just flawless they were perfect um I bought a lot of these pairs uh, in 2015 and um after that yeah they they made something wrong with the shape um collectors were really put off by it and um, in that time, the, the brand, in my opinion, switched the whole strategy with uh, getting on this dad shoe hype that came up, this, this bulky stuff uh, with uh, pairs like the Cayano 5 and, and other old running silhouettes that, that became lifestyle sneakers afterwards, like Gel Venture 6 and, and pairs like that. And they just, they just shifted their, their strategy um, so the the gel Lab three still exists and they they improved it, but it's it's not a main focus like it was in 2015. And I get the impression they they don't sell too bad because I see see a lot of fashion people now uh, wearing Essex that would have never worn them before. Um, it's it's just not the 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 sneaker head point of view the brand has anymore, and yeah, I I don't like the new stuff that much honestly because I'm I'm a Jelly Three dude, um, but I guess they don't sell too bad. Remember like the the Awake collaboration pairs they they all sold out so quick. Um, I wanted a green pair, but it, it was impossible for me um, to get that pair. And so I, I think they they are still doing doing their good stuff. But the Jelly Three and especially the Jelly Five or the Jezaga, they they are just not a focus anymore for the brand. Justin, I know you're you're a big Jelly Three guy, too, right? Um, I yeah, uh, but I guess I come at it for that's sort of what got me into the sneaker hobby 
um, seeing because I, I got into the sneaker hobby a year after 2015. So I, I did not, uh, re, uh, did not know anything about the glory year that was 2015. But, um, but when Ronnie did his five year anniversary, uh, uh, the next year, um, and seeing the super green, that was really what got me into sneakers. Um, seeing what, uh, what somebody could do with a colorway on a sneaker with that was good quality too so yeah I mean it's uh it's definitely been a main focus of mine uh, in the beginning um I know I really bought up a lot of jelly <laughs> threes back then um but I guess uh as Ronnie also sort of shifted his focus away from the jelly three um it feels like that ASICs also shifted their focus away from the Jelly 3 as well. Um, just like Max was saying. I, I, you know, I've been trying to see what new stuff, if I can really get into it. Um, I do like the idea that they've been uh, doing when they're trying to fill the whole midsole with gel, which I really appreciate. Definitely adds to the comfort aspect of the shoe. Um, and uh, for me, the Kayano 360, I think it's a good idea. Um, I've been trying to uh, get some more pairs of those and try them on, and I've enjoyed them. But uh, yeah, I could say that compared to like two, three years ago, I'm, I'm, not as, I'm not as big with ASICs as I was, but I still buy it whenever, whenever a fire pair gets released. Like, I mean, last year, I have to say, last year, yeah, definitely a, a decent year. Uh, with the Jelly 3. Um, and Ronnie did a lot of good work, honestly, with the Jelly 3 last year. I mean, he, he released the Tokyo pack, which I thought, in my opinion, was probably top three packs of last year. Uh, and then he did the whole 30 for 30 <laughs> release, which is pretty insane. <laughs> um, but I mean, I, I definitely appreciate what he did for the Jelly 3 last year. And I do, and, and it's just, yeah, I mean, I'm, it's always gonna be on and off for me. You know, uh, it's not gonna be uh, my main focus like New Balance is, but it's always gonna be like on my peripheral vision, I think. Yeah, the, the Jelly 3 is my favorite model of all time. It's perfect. The split tongue or not, it's perfect. It's perfection. So seeing all of these OGs come out last year with all these weird shapes and the bulbous toe box, I, I was devastated. I was, I, was like, um, I was like Don Corleone and Godfather, you know? Look, what have they done to my boy? Like, it was just so bad. But then Ronnie kind of picked up the slack. The OGs kind of got better. They had, a, they had like the cream pair and... Um, and a couple other pairs that sat, the shape on those looked a lot better. And I don't know. I mean, I, do, I don't know why boutiques kind of have gotten away from the Gel Light 3, but I hope they go back to it at some point. I thought last year was going to be a huge year for it because of, you know, Weatherspoon, say what you will about him, but he knows how to build and create hype. I thought it would get big with that. Um, but it really, it really didn't take off like I should, I, like I thought it should. I thought there was going to be a whole string of gel light threes to follow, especially for the 30th anniversary, but you know, we'll see what happens. I still have fun 
going back and still trying to get all those old pairs from 2015 that I didn't get to. Um, the only one that I think I actually got in 2015, I don't know, maybe that was a couple of years ago, was the Hannon Solstice. Um, and then I just got the Foot Patrol Squad a couple days ago, and that pair is gorgeous. So, I mean, it's still fun. I still, I like that Gel Light 3s aren't, you know, aside, aside from maybe a handful of pairs, they don't really break the bank for you. Like, you could still find them at pretty decent prices. Um, so, I mean, I still have fun with them. I still enjoy them. It's my favorite shoe of all time. Speaking of price, Rico, don't crash. <laughs> Speaking of prices, uh, I wanted to talk about, like, is what is what is too much? Um, what is too much? I think we talked earlier just about, like, Ruse and Sanra being at, like, $300. And um, I remember for a while, you know, resell, you know, nothing that was in the runner space would ever eclipse that. And if it did, it was something, like, super, super special. Um, in terms of retail, like, I know, like, with New Balance, a couple of their pairs, I, I mean, speaking about yesterday's pair, the, the 991 anniversary, I mean, that pair was expensive. Like, what is too much? Are, are, they, are sneaker brands charging too much for are some of these smaller brands charging too much for, for their product? So I'll, if, if I can, like, I'll tell a story real quick about maybe smaller sneaker brands charging too much because from there there's an independent brand out there i'm not gonna say the name but there is this shoe coming out they're making 50 pairs of them and i commented on it and i was like man this l's gonna suck or I, like i said something cheeky like that and he was like you know what like i'll just send it to you and i was like oh for real and he's like yeah so i paid him the money it was not cheap it was like i believe around 380 and then I got the shoe in hand. Oh, but it was one of the worst. And it's like, the shape was okay. It's the hardest mid, the midsole. I kid you not. I thought it was cardboard. I thought it was just cardboard. I didn't even put it on my foot. The, the outsole was like coming off. There were glue stains everywhere. And there was apparently only supposed to be like, 50 to 100 pairs made so like i was able to send them back and get a refund but like you know when you're a small brand and you want to charge you know 360 380 i mean you better be able to deliver man what's what's the saying it's like under <clears throat> undersell over deliver like i think smaller brands really got to take that you know that notion to heart instead of being like you know, kind of like a big baller brand did a few years ago where there was, what was their retail, like $4.99 or something like that Yeah. for a big baller brand shoe that like once, you know, once, because it was supposed to be a basketball shoe. So once hoop reviewers like got it in hand, they were like, it's okay. Like it's not, it shouldn't be worth $500. And then pairs were falling apart on people. So, I mean, that real, like that experience, like it's kind of, shaking me to the point where I'm like all right well if I'm going to see this brand if you know I really like what they're doing that research is really going to be put in more 
than than in the past where it's like all right well it's handmade it's you know supposed to be this supposed to be that you know it's made in spain like sneep or made somewhere else and you know kind of really doing my homework and being like is this purchase going to be worth it because like you know around 300 for for an a6 that came out five years ago that's dead stock like that to me like i don't care about because i can miss on some grs and then go get that pair but i know that per that pair's quality is going to be up to snuff i know that's from the golden age of a6 this pair i mean i I don't know you, fam. There's got to be something there to pull me in. And, you know, undersell, over-deliver should be it when it comes to pricing. 265 for a New Balance, it's a little pricey, but to me, that's, that's one and a half GRs that I could just not buy for me to have this special New Balance. Rico, do you think the 1300 JP is worth the price tag? Oof. not the 2020 pair i was i was pretty upset who asked me that was that robert yeah you're first of all you're a king man i i can't believe i'm speaking to you right now like you're the shit dude fuck yes i'm glad you're here Quiet, Second of all, no, no no don't do that don't do that i am not um, a king by any means oh, there are plenty it. of collectors out there that surpass me by a long mm. shot not even close you have all the the confederations of villainy or whatever they're called no don't do that um, there's a few people that the, have those the um <laughs> the 2020 uh jp3 i mean i was really disappointed with it to be honest i i just thought that the toe box was super weird and you know i thought the suede was fine it's it was the worst dust bag i had ever seen <laughs> come with a shoe like <laughs> I opened that box and saw the dust bag and I'm like, all right, I'm kind of embarrassed that this came with a $300 shoe. Like what's up. But yeah. the 25th, I've seen 2015 pairs in hand. That pair is flawless. It's perfection. And, um, you know, I've been on other podcasts where they're just like, why does the shape matter? Like what, like, bam, that stuff matters. The construction absolutely matters. So for, to answer your question, the 2015 pair, 300 retail, yeah. The 2020 pair, it, I mean, if it were the same or as close to shape as that pair, or even the 2010 pair, I'd be like, yeah, okay. Like, I have no problem with them releasing it every five years for 300. That's, it's fine. Kind of a long answer to give, but it's, it's fine. Not bad. It's not bad. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like, I, I mean, I, Robert, you helped me secure my pair. Um, and uh, honestly, I didn't know what to expect. I was, I was surprised. Like I thought they were, the quality I thought was a lot better than what I expected. But again, like, I think when you, when you get above the 250 mark, um, quality is good, but I also need like a lot more and like I don't I'm sure you all are familiar with like the made in Japan boxes that New Balance used to give like that like cheap the black one yeah that one that thing yeah and I and I hate that box like I just I despise it and like you give me you give me a shoe with that 
like you give me a shoe in that like it's a problem like <laughs> i need like the solid like yeah. full double seams folded over like top or like <laughs> it needs to flip up like and so getting it in that box was kind of like okay like well, that's really? how 2015s come too and so on and so forth so it's like you kind of got to expect it and like rico said i mean they do it every five years so i guess if you're expecting the 300 price tag it's not horrible it's not like they're doing it every year yeah yeah but i mean i just i guess for me like when you get when you when you spend like 240 or 230 on a 997 you get a better box right and I don't know what it, I don't know what's up with New Balance either, where they're but not a better toe box. What <laughs> I said, you might get a better box, but you don't get a better toe box. <laughs> That's true. They've That's been pretty cheap lately, dude. I can't get with it. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, I know, and um, I feel like I feel like with New Balance, they used to try a little bit more. Like I feel like we used to get a lot more pairs that came with like double laces um so you get that optional lace pairs um i remember getting like dust bags with like random pairs and now it's kind of like you're lucky you get stuffing inside the shoe like, uh, you know, I, I think new balance still provides extra laces well maybe maybe not with their gr pairs but at least every collab pair that i've gotten of new balance i'm always getting like two or three extra laces so i'm not sure about that but i mean the i don't know i i have never really expected special boxes that much the only time i ever expect a special box is when i buy something from concepts yeah i'm not <laughs> the same thing <laughs> and i have to say my one my favorite new balance uh box from there is from the Tyrion purple pair uh, i love i love the snail shell that they used for their box that was awesome like, I don't expect a special box. I just expect a box that's not going to fall apart if I put another box on top of it and it's empty. That's, oh, yeah, that, oh, yeah. That's a great box. Yeah, that's 1,300 box. JP3s has to go on the top of the stack. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Near the bottom. Because it's going to get crushed. Yeah, it, it should. I'm, so you're saying that those JP3s came in that black box when you got them? Same construction, but not same color. It was like a white and blue box. Oh, yeah. wow, okay. Yeah. I don't that's... even own any. I had the 2015s, and I ended up trading for a pair of 998s back in the day. Yeah, that's still pretty crazy. that they Because uh, I thought those shoes are made in America too, right? The JP3s? No, they're made in Japan, aren't they? Japan. I thought the Japan, the made in Japan pair was was that limited edition version that was like five or $600. Those are handmade. That's the difference. Oh, so okay. they did a handmade one, and then uh a gr one i don't know if gr is the right term but yeah. <laughs> that was more uh that was more common and and better to get rather than a 600 jp3 right okay then the, hmm? sorry i was just gonna say my it was my mistake i thought i thought the uh the regular uh jp3 release from last year was made in the states and the the special one was made in japan so that, that was my mistake I wonder now because they also had the 30th anniversary uh, 996. That was a Japan exclu exclusive, but it was a USA made pair. Oh, weird. 
Yeah, they they do do oh, that the because of the nine nine six that I got the leather one. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a made in USA pair, but oh. Japan exclusive. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, well, that's uh, cool. Japan's got a crazy weird history with New Balance. I think that's why it, it ends up being like that because a lot of the a lot of the stuff that they end up going for was made in USA back in the day. So I think. I feel like that a lot of their special pairs are really just are made in America, actually. Yeah, I mean, I think, I don't know, like, I feel like with New Balances, the funny thing about them is that they seem to have switched their production and, like, a lot more stuff is coming out of Asia now. You know, like the 202Rs, uh, the 327s, the 827. Um, they have a few silhouettes that are just, like, I don't, mean to interrupt, I don't mean to interrupt you, Dave, but yeah. Justin, you are correct. Okay, yeah, that's what, that's what I thought I remember hearing something like that. Yeah, and it doesn't surprise me. I mean, the materials were good on it, but oh, you can't see it, but yeah, made in USA. So what? The 1300 JP3 was made in USA. Oh, really? Mm. I didn't know that. Corrected. Yeah, only the special one, uh, the, the limited one was made in Japan. Yeah. And I think that was what five six hundred dollars. Yeah, that one was crazy. It didn't come with cedar. Uh... Oh yeah, it did. <laughs> and, and, the and it came with a proper box Not too. Not quite. <laughs> yeah. What's Dave grabbing? Oh, he grabbed. Oh, he grabbed his pair. Okay. <laughs> Is that the three, Dave? Yeah. That's from twenty twenty. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the one I got you. Yeah. Yeah. So does it say made in USA on it? It does, yeah. On the yeah, there you it go. Says made in the USA. <laughs> I oversold those hella. I, I mean, that, it's still, you know, it's still a great pair. I wish I could have gotten a pair myself, but uh, like we've been talking about that, I think that three hundred dollar price tag sort of scared me away. I really like them. I I will I will say, you know, um, the gray that they use on the laces. And like the toe box and the that line is just with you to it. Yeah, yeah, I mean it's just it's perfect. It's like perfect gray to me. Like that's the color. Like I don't know. They're one of those shoes that like I don't know if I was ever like for me. I'm a 13. I don't know if I'm ever gonna find a 2015 pair or a 2010 pair. And what I'm gonna wait till 2025 <laughs> and see how that pair turns out. <laughs> So no, like I, you know, like I had a, I had a shot, like Robert, you were able to um, now lend a hand. So like, I was like, yeah, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to pull the trigger. And I feel like when I wear them, the more that I wear them, the more that I like them. Like the first time I pulled them out, I was like, eh, all right, like they're cool. But then like I laced them and, you know, I wear them and they're super comfortable. They're like, like, because I have those, and then I also have the Levi's 1300s um, that came out. And those are, like, the only two that I have. Um, and they're so much better than the Levi's. Like, so much better. So I kind of get it, you know what I mean? And so, you know, I, I don't regret it at all. That's just a shoe that gets better with age. Yeah. Oh, we didn't talk about Reebok. Like... I, I don't know. I feel torn about Reebok all the time. Like, I like them. I like their stuff. I never want to pull the trigger. I swear, if I see another beige, white, 
Club C collaboration. Like I'm gonna like pull my fades out. Like every Club C collaboration that they do, like Jound and it doesn't matter who it is, like hot ones, it's always the same freaking color. Like, I don't know. Um, that is what I think of when I think of them. But I know that like, obviously questions are like a big deal. Um, Rico, I think you love or think that the hot ones questions are dope. And I do too, but I'm not gonna buy them, right? Like that's the problem. <laughs> And that's always the problem is like, I'm just not going to buy anything. Like, I, like, I, like, I don't know. Reebok had a, I think it's called the Leather Classic CL. That shoe in hand is excellent. It's, the quality is really good. Uh, I don't know how comfortable it is. I don't have a pair myself, but like everyone I know has a pair. And I think Greg from the sneak, he must have bought like five or six. He loves that shoe. He says that shoe is great. That's the one that uh, that Pleasures did a collab with, and it was just kind oh, of a beige yeah. pair. Um, the one pair of Reebok that I really, really want is a pair of those Premier Road Moderns. That's another one that I look at the price point, and I'm like, am I going to spend $199 on this shoe? But, like, I feel like I really should. That model is... It, it looks really, really good. Again, just from pictures that I've seen, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but Reebok's onto something with that shoe. If they give us more stuff like that, they, I really think they need to just leave questions alone. Like, there, there are a billion pairs of questions. The, the only good pair of questions that came out recently was the, the Eric Emanuel pair is awesome. The leather on that shoe is terrific. And it's like maybe a hundred bucks on StockX. Like, I, I don't know if Eric Emanuel just made a bunch, but it's a pink toe question. Like everyone should have lost their minds over it. Um, but I'm, I'm kind of with you, like the club C's, like I'm kind of sick of seeing those and, you know, trying to make other models happen that aren't the classic CL or the road modern. Like they need to just kind of, I don't know. I think they need to leave questions alone. Let questions be great. I think they're bringing back the answer four yeah, again, too. And I'm just yeah. like, man, why? Like, why, dude? What do you think about uh, their recent collab the, with uh, Margella? Margella, I knew you were going to bring it up because you like it. <laughs> like, don't you like it? Uh, personally, if I knew that my toes would be able to fit in those uh, little partitions that they created for the tabby uh, model, <laughs> I'd probably buy one. <laughs> yeah. I would just because it's so out there and um, it's 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 something you don't really see every day. Oh, that's the one with the split. Um, yeah, it's the box. tabby. It's uh, the called the the tabby. I think is the name of yeah. uh, the type of uh, of Japanese uh, footwear that it's trying to uh, model after. Yeah, I I can never. But tell me how it is. <laughs> I don't know if my big toe could fit there. <laughs> if I knew that, if I knew that the leather quality was going to be that much higher, because I don't know, like, but there again, it's three hundred, it's a three hundred dollars shoe, and like, yeah. what am I paying? Am I paying three hundred dollars because it has the tabby toe, or am I paying three hundred dollars because it's like this high quality, you know, classic? No, you're like, paying three hundred because Margella's name is on it. <laughs> yeah, that's what you're paying the money 300 for. Three hundred for a Margella? I'm. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised. I'm not going to lie. 
Yeah. And honest, I'm pretty I thought they did a good job in the tongue design too. I like the the tongue label that they made for it. I thought it was pretty cool. Do we I I had this like weird this weird issue with um high-end brands like coming down and trying to do stuff with like a Reebok or an Asics like bringing it back to Asics really quick like the the Comme des Garçons uh their their Gelite 3 like it was cool I liked it like the colors it was awesome but like $300 like no I'm not doing it like I can't I can't do it I can't justify it like for a Gelite 3 because I know that the materials aren't they're not like something that I've never seen before. It's not something that I'm never going to experience with a, with a GR for $120. So $300, like what? That's crazy to me. Yeah, I mean, most places I saw it was selling over $300. But uh, yeah, I mean, that price point, that, that was like, I saw that and I was like, okay, that's definitely a no for me. So I mean, if I ever find it at a sale price in my size, that's like below $200. Like getting close to like 150 then probably i would buy it but um yeah that that price point definitely scared me away at least any other brands or any other silhouettes you guys want to talk about that i might have missed not really or any other yeah, comments so. about any brands well i'm looking forward i don't have a 1300 yet and i'm looking forward to finally getting my first one next month when amy sends me my pair so <laughs> 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 Uh, how long have we been waiting for those? Six yeah. months. Uh, it came out like a year, right? Uh, no, no it, 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 it was like uh, September, October when they uh, released the pre-order form for it. So yeah. Oh, did all you guys order those? Uh, I got the green pair. So did I. I can't. I can't even remember if I got the green or the pink pair. I might have gotten <laughs> both. I have no. I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, personally, I know a lot of people have hate for it because it's been so long. But for me, I've really enjoyed it because it was zero stress experience for me you know all I had to do was tell them what which pair I wanted pay them the money and that was it I didn't have to deal with crazy cues I didn't have to go line up at like three in the morning in some random location you know I didn't have to jump through any Instagram hoops to win raffles to get it or anything like that you know I just paid my money I knew it was coming sometime next year and I was happy. That's it. <laughs> How do you feel about uh, release systems, Robert? Oh, boy. <laughs> <sighs> For the majority, they're pretty much garbage. <laughs> like, like I said earlier, you can't even get your hands on a GR now. Uh, are you talking about New Balance in general, or are you just talking about release systems, period? Well, I was thinking like, you know, obviously I think you made a big switch by starting to pursue Ruse. And I think if I'm not mistaken, part of that is because of sort of the 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 pursuit of New Balance has become like, I don't want to say a futile thing, but it's it's pretty close. It's pretty close. Yeah, I started, I, ha- I set this own rule for myself. Um, I might have told you, I told some others, I, I can't remember, but if I can't uh, communicate with the company or communicate with like the company owner and by communicate, it could be something small, like, like, a, like a comment or respond to a message or something like that. Anything, anything remotely 
that could be communication. Um, they don't deserve my money, whether I really love the shoe or not. Um, that was a rule that I made last year and I've been sticking by it and it's been working out well for me. Um, I have passed on a lot of shoes that were pretty dope, but you know, I got to stick to my guns. It's, it's just how I feel. Yeah. And now Max, I know like you, you tend to always have a lot of cool stuff like on deck and um, you know, you are the only person from Europe. Obviously you can't speak for all of Europe, but is the relationship with brands different there? Or do you have, you know, yourself just better relationships with brands than, um, than we do in the United States or, or what? In, in what particular way do you mean the question? I, I... So like, um, I know like here it's, and just sort of like echoing what Robert said, it's become harder to communicate like with certain brands, like especially I would say like New Balance, you know, obviously, you know, there are people that I can talk to from New Balance, but I think certain brands, once they hit like a certain size, it's really hard to, you know, send a message and say, hey, I got a size and this is wrong with it. Um, can you help ah, me out? Yeah. Things like that. Like, I was curious how it is with you and does that play any factor into like what you buy and how you buy or um, is it for you just strictly product? Um, I don't communicate with brands normally, uh, I would say. Um, I know back then when the Adora was, was becoming a thing with all those collaborations, I, I had the OG N9000 pair and um, that had a factory floor at a 3M panel at the back. Uh, it started ripping when when you wore them like two or three times and uh, the price point was pretty hefty it was like 180 euros back then for a small brand like the Adora that was not on on the map basically there was a lot of money and I know that that was something super special I've never experienced that before I've uh, just uh, written a DM on Facebook and uh, told them that and they were like oh we are super sorry for that. Um, please give us your address. Uh, you will get another free pair on top. And I was like, wow, that's super crazy. Um, super nice uh, customer service. And uh, I really like that. But when you get to a certain point and you get bigger as a brand, you, you cannot communicate with people like that. It just doesn't work because there will be like thousands of messages a day probably and yeah. um, uh, so for me it's not that important to to be in any communication with the brand for me it's just of course the product needs to appeal to me in in, in an aesthetic way um for me in in terms of like the adora or kangaroos it's it's what i like is that i know people or, or new balance as well um people who are producing these shoes they are properly paid they uh they like their jobs they, there's a real craftsmanship behind it and it's not just putting stuff together in a machine um and that's a point where i prefer to pay more money for a product than to to just buy it at minimum price and have it um yeah the the brand communication itself it's not a really uh, mattering for me because I'm, I'm when I bought, started buying shoes for, for collection purposes because I liked sneakers um, 
I've never tried to communicate with any brand. Um, I just bought what I liked and I was happy to wear it. And I was happy when I uh, got a pair after camping out, I don't know, uh, two days in front of a store um, with no relation to, to any brand because I, I was never into, into one brand specifically like, like uh, Robert was a long time with New Balance. It was just, I, I've looked at every brand and what I like I bought. So, so I never got this, this close relation to, to, to brand. It's, for me, it's just basically idea, quality, design, um, and then things like, like the, the craftsmanship that, that matter to me when, when it comes to, to uh, choosing a sneaker over another one or choosing a brand over another one. Another reason why I solely stick to like one brand or like now two brands is money. Obviously, we, we, all, we all can't buy every single shoe we want, right? This is not, it's just not feasible. So once I narrowed it down to like 99X only and now Ruse. So now it's a little bit less tempting for me to like go out and buy, you know, like the AIM 1300 or stuff like that. Yeah. I'm surprised you haven't narrowed down to like color. <laughs> I'm almost there, dude. Almost there. <laughs> I feel like I look at your timeline sometimes of like in the past, and I'm like, man, I could see like a solid color palette. Like, yeah, I almost have no blue shoes. As you like, blue. I see at least one in the background. <laughs> I said almost no. <laughs> <laughs> So um, for the last topic, I would like you, everyone to just sort of give me like, who do you want to see do stuff this year? Or who are you looking forward to doing stuff this year? And what do you want to see them do? Um, whether it be sales or whether it be uh, a specific collaboration with a boutique, anything. Mitsuno times Kith. Mitsuno <laughs> and Kith. We, we kind of talked about it earlier, and I'm not going to lie to you. That's literally all I've been thinking about this entire time. I Oh, my God, how much I would love to see that. That's mine. Uh, I guess, for, yeah, for me, um, you know, I'm a big fan and supporter of uh, Amy, uh, Amy Leondor, for anybody who doesn't know the, the brand. And um, so I, I... Oh, we know. <laughs> so you know i continue my support of them and i'm hoping you know i'm always looking forward to the the new new balances that they put out and i know it's nothing new but it's just what i'm looking forward to this year is hoping to see well what else does teddy have up his sleeve when it comes to uh making another new balance colorway so that that's where i'm looking at still <laughs> max <laughs> Uh, after uh, i would say um matching to our topic today um i'm really interested to see what these smaller brands come up with this year um especially to compete with with brands in their prime like like nike like uh, new balance this year um what do the small brands do to to enter the market or to to get some shares of the market and um yeah, what what happens? Because I'm I'm fed up with seeing high fashion labels doing plain shoes with sneaker brands. I'm fed up with 
with over overpriced collaborations. Um, I just want to see something I don't see every day. I, I don't need to see 50 more dunks, even though I like dunks. Uh, I need to see 50 more dunks where with uh, the impossible 0.1 chance to buy any of these pairs. I, I don't want to see that. Um, I'm happy to to invest money in, in the smaller brands if they come up with something more interesting. Um, so yeah, let's see what the small do. I like to see uh, Ruse and a few, see what their next project's like. Um, concepts, obviously, New Balance. Um, I've heard models for upcoming projects, so I'm curious to see how they execute those. Um, I want to see Hannon bring back a 990 V2. Ooh, that would be awesome. Ooh. 990 anniversary next year. So <laughs> 990 V2 would be great. Even if they just retroed, you know, the HSN or the HBW. Yeah. I really want to, I personally want a 990 V3. Um, yeah. I, I could never get with that one. That's the only one. I want, I I want a pair of the V3s. I definitely do. I, I don't have one yet. I love the soul. Um, I bought the Stray Rats collaboration last year. Um, they, they, they did like this real random restock on New Balance's website. And I ended up going on and like the only size left was a 12. But they were too small. So I ended up selling them. But like having them in hand I just I was like man this is a great silhouette I really I really want to see some more 990 V3s and some 993 because I think the 993 is significantly oh, better than the 992 um like I don't know what it is but the 993 and the 991 are so much better than the 992 <clears throat> even though the 992 is getting all the popularity right this moment it's just it doesn't make any sense <laughs> Oh, it's always good to stay away from the hype, though. <laughs> Sometimes it's unavoidable, though. Oh, yeah. that's true. That's definitely true. And I want to see New Balance give me a shot at my little nine nine eight project. But yeah, that's a for real. Let's 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 get that going. Like we really <laughs> we haven't had a good nine nine eight in in a while, and so yeah, they should bring well, it. Back. Now that now that uh, the San Francisco flagship store is shut down. Uh, It'll make things a little bit more difficult. Ah, my goodness. Are they doing like a liquidation sale or something? I wish. No, uh, Eric ended up going there and posting that sign, the sign picture, and I think that was it. They just closed up shop. Man. Luckily, I grabbed the um, the Golden Poppy 327 before they closed. Oh. I, had a, I had a gift card. So. Oh, that's right. You were telling me you were looking to try to, try yeah. to grab a 327. I mean that that's all I'm pretty much looking forward to. Um I don't I don't think I have anything else for small brands. Um I definitely appreciate you all getting on and uh talking with me today. Uh this yeah. is like a weird time. It's usually like eight o'clock at night or um <laughs> right after breakfast. <laughs> but um, <laughs> this is like a normal like daytime, like like recording so um i really appreciate you guys jumping on um i would love to have you all back um i can't see rico i imagine he's doing something serious 
Um, Rico's doing something top secret. <laughs> Somewhere in the middle of America. <laughs> hey, Justin. I had to get food. I'm in Nevada. Oh, uh, okay. Justin, what's in that pink SB box? Oh, that is an interesting Ooh. story. Ooh, but I, have, I have two SB boxes still. Nothing in that them. Is... Oh, that is. <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's, the, uh, it's the Black Pigeon. Uh, and oh, the box nice. is uh, signed by Jeff Staple. So. Oh, I, I got uh, both Pigeon 575 signed by Jeff Staple, too. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, no, it's a long story, but basically I I won this scavenger hunt he did for, uh, I believe it was his 20th anniversary of, of uh, Staple Design, and uh, nice. he invited the finalists to his uh, place, and uh, yeah, we all got a, a free special edition pair of the Black Pigeon, so. <laughs> That's dope. Yeah, yeah, it's got an extra uh, laser etching on one of the pairs that limit. So basically, th this etching is only on 20 pairs. So. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I still have my uh, UNLV highs pink box. And then I can't remember the other pink box I have. Yeah, so even though I'm not a fan of Nike and I don't buy Nikes anymore, I'm, I'm going to hold on to that one because that has some sentimental value right now so is that your only the one dunk? pair what is that your only dunk uh yeah i would have to say that's my only dunk yeah i sold my only dunk about two years ago it was the orchard streets highs oh, okay oh yeah. man yeah that was a grail of mine for shit as long as i could remember and then i ended up finding it at sneaker con my boy talked me into going to it and I was like, I'm not going to buy anything. And then sure enough, it's like sitting there, size 11. And it's like, oh, my God. And I did like one shoe shoot with them and then ended up selling them. Oh, man. Do you have any other shoes besides New Balance and Ruse now? Uh, do boots count? No, not boots. <laughs> I was going to say not boots because I knew you were going to say boots. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I do not. Oh man, Ruse and New Balance only. Nice. Well, That's I mean, the good thing about Ruse is that if you wait long enough, you can find decent sales on them too. So, for sure. But then there's some cases like uh, that secret purple haze drop where it was only 50 pairs. Yeah. Yeah. Of if you want the real special ones, you got to jump on them. But it, were, well, they didn't even tell anyone it was gonna freaking drop at the same time as the green hemp. So, I got lucky with those two. Yeah, I, I saw I saw those, but by the time I saw them, my size was out. So I was like, oh well. But it was it, I, I definitely liked uh, the materials they used for that pair, even if I didn't really like the theme. But that's just me. I'm not I'm not much into that that the, huh? that scene. So <laughs> yeah, that release was good. Um, the store actually dropped me a little hint that it was gonna that the purple haze was gonna drop at the same time. Oh. <laughs> It's like what Packer did with those. Um, what was the name of that model? The Maverick was that? Was it was the purple Maverick that Packer dropped at the same time as the uh, Cuban Link? Uh, oh yeah, at the end of last year. Yeah. Was that what was the the Made in USA one? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I wish honestly, I totally wish I got that pair. That the 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 hits of purple on that pair were just enough to make it look so cool. And they restocked it. They restocked those too when they did their big restock. 
of like all yeah, the, but, the adores. Yeah, but only a certain amount of people got knew about that. So of course I missed that too. So <laughs> <laughs> but if I had if I could have bought a pair of those, I probably would have bought it. Honestly, I like those more than the Cuban link, but that's just me. You know, I, I I'm a huge purple guy. <laughs> I love purple. Ever since I bought the Tyrian purple from Concepts, Tyrian purple is dope. It's such a crazy good pair of New Balances. So nice, and like yeah. that's that ha, that's gotten me on like this huge purple streak. Any sort of royal purple color now? Oh my god! You like nine nine sixes? The PU? Uh, I do like nine nine sixes. I I think uh, they're a good model. I I bought one to try it out, but. Um, I, I, if once I find more pairs of 996s, I think I'm going to buy some more. This is probably one of my favorite purples. Oh, wow. That's actually That's a really a nice purple. Auto. Wow. Yeah. That looks really good. I got, I got lots of purple, too. Oh, oh, <laughs> the X90, the Chinese New Year one. Defunct. Now dead. <laughs> I can't believe they killed off the X90. It's like one of the models that I really liked that was like a cool price point um honestly I feel like that was uh, uh because of management change oh there they are <laughs> I love those things those are so nice uh, it was yeah definitely those have a little bit of memories for me too because that was the first time I ever uh went to uh Concepts New York early to to get them <laughs> so that was fun oh, you got them from Concepts New York yeah, yeah, I went there. I, I went. I got there like uh, like nine, ten in the morning, thinking that maybe it might be a little bit popular. <laughs> no, I was I was number two in line. <laughs> we were just really? like, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and I think by the time concepts opened up that that morning, I think there ended up being like only like ten people. <laughs> wow! But hey, it's like it was. I I didn't mind at all. You know, I got the the awesome pair that with the wood box and uh they even gave us the special box too they're like you want the special box i'm like hell yeah i want the special box don't throw away the special box <laughs> so i got the wood box the special box and the regular box <laughs> which shoe was that the the Tyrian purple pair there was a wood box yeah, yeah they, wood box uh, if it. you went to into the store and you uh, you were like the first certain amount of people in line they were Giving out wooden boxes. Uh, there, there's only, there's only, I think there's only twenty or thirty of them. I've never even seen pictures of that. Yeah, I, I have it here. <laughs> Here's oh, another purple shoe, just because. Ah, yeah, oh, that was a good one. Those too. are gorgeous. Yeah, those are gorgeous. They're very nice. I love. I'm telling you, purple is awesome. But... Yeah, I think I. The funny thing is, on the last when we did the New Balance episode. Uh, I had uh, Boston's best on, and he actually sold his period purple with the wood box on that episode. Are you serious? <laughs> Dead serious. Damn, I would love that wood box. Yeah, I've never, I don't think I've ever seen it either, but like I know that they, they produced it, and it was only like, it was really rare. Like they wanted to do more of them, but I guess they couldn't. Something yeah. happened, and the price or something. Yeah, the only was... pair I have that doesn't have a special box is the C-Note. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was in-store only got like the same box as the Tannery. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I had the, the my Tannery pair didn't come with a box at all. Oh, wow. I bought it. I bought it. Re I bought it resale, but 
I got them for retail last year and I was so surprised that they were DS and someone was like, damn. But they didn't come with a box. And I was like, I don't care. I'm not going to wear the box. <laughs> Sorry about that. I had to fight through my amount of sneakers to get <laughs> to the box. <laughs> this is the box. That's wood? Yeah, it's all wood. Damn. Yeah. It's solid black. Yeah, no, it's a it's a it's a dark brown color. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then uh yeah. That's cool. What's on the inside of the box? <laughs> this. <laughs> oh man. But uh yeah, it's just a plain plain box. That's such a great pair. And uh that was it pretty much. There's nothing really a little bit of padding. Yeah. But yeah, it's pretty cool. That's awesome. If you ever sell that, let me know. Sure. But uh, I think I'll be holding on to these. I'm just saying, you know, stuff happens. <laughs> <laughs> Always got to throw it out there. Yeah, no, 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 definitely. I appreciate that. But yeah, no, it's definitely, this is uh, definitely a pair I'll be holding on to for a long time. Yeah, they're super hard to get now. I They were like mm -hmm. under retail for so long. And then yeah. when New Balances started becoming popular, then they skyrocketed and now you can't even find them huh. that's surprised. how uh like the horween leather uppers like the gr pairs yeah. like once they sell out you seems like you never find them after that yeah i'm really surprised i didn't i knew the 992s were so crazy but i didn't expect that people were gonna were gonna start getting to other models as well i got two two pairs of 992s yeah. Oh, I didn't know you had any 992s. I thought I got the double taps and then. Um, oh, that's right. You did. Didn't yeah, you get the Jones? The what? Didn't you have the Jones yeah. and then you sold them? Yeah. Um, yep, I did. <laughs> that was after I came up my, with my my rule about <laughs> contacting companies. Uh, I was okay. like, nope, you got to go. <laughs> but I sold them to a homie at like a really, really, really good price. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I paid it's, it forward. Double Taps was definitely my favorite 992 of last year. Yeah, me too. And then uh, New Balance blessed me with uh, the gray GR. Oh, cool. Yeah, that was a surprise. So nice. that was awesome. Yeah, I, I tried to get the uh, the Kith exclusive, the CL colorway 992. <laughs> of oh yeah, I, I couldn't, but I ended up getting the the 998 CL instead. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm I'm pretty happy I got those. those that's a that, I thought I feel like that colorway can work on almost any model. I haven't really seen. I think a model you're supposed to drop a V2 too. that has the same colorway. Yeah, he showed pictures of one. But yeah, hasn't. Hasn't talked about a release at all. Yeah, but the same thing happened with the pink 998, remember? Like, tons of pictures, and then... Decided not to release them. Yeah, and now they're up for resale. Somehow. Somehow they got uh, put out the back door, and... Uh... Yeah, remember when they were on eBay for, like, 90 bucks? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I got the V2 version of that colorway. So that was... I'm, it's, it's a great colorway, so... Yeah, yeah. All right, guys, I got to jump off. Um, yeah. I have to make myself some lunch, but I appreciate you all coming on. We'll have yeah, to. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having thanks us. Again. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, no, I'm always happy to talk about sneakers. So. 
<laughs> I have some really good topics coming up, so I will tap each one of you individually. I know the time is always like the, the biggest thing. Um, uh, yeah. I'm usually free, but I know during the day and the time zone, it's kind of like um, the hardest thing, but we'll work something out. So I really appreciate it. Have a good day. Yeah. Have a good day, guys. Um, anytime you want to back, just holler. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, shout, shout out to my sponsor, uh, Ivy Brand. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a good sponsor to have. <laughs> I think you can. I think you can communicate with the with the with the brand at any time too. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. <laughs> so guys, I gotta head out. It was yeah. a pleasure. Yeah, awesome. always. Talk to you pleasure soon, Max. Max. Max.